0: All right, what's happening, everyone? Welcome into Sports Biting Daily. Uh, we're going to do a replay pod for today's show, getting a couple pods done so I can uh, get to my surgery on Friday and uh, not worry about this till Saturday. So, today we're going to do a replay pod on win percentage, why it's important, and really what's pers- uh, important when you talk about win percentage. So, enjoy. We'll talk to you soon right here on Sports Biting Daily. We're going to talk about win percentage. Does it matter? Is it meaningful? I think it's made way too big a deal of, and we'll talk about that right now. It's a bonus pot, so let's just dive right in. Um, Win percentage, obviously, look, obviously win percentage means something, right? Because at the end of the day, win percentage is how many games you've won. Like, yeah, that matters, but it's more about break-even percentage because people pay way, way, way too much attention to what is your win percentage, and they, they don't talk about anything else. What's more important is what's your break-even. Now, every price equals a percentage. We talk about this a lot, but for the news, uh, for the new listeners, every price, minus 110, minus 150, whatever it is, equals something. So minus 110 actually equals 52.38%. And it's a scale, right? So minus 150 equals 60%. If you want to see what every price or every percent is, just go to uh, the Action Network Betting Odds Calculator, and you can do all this there. So... The reason is break even percentage and win percentage, they are tied together. They're very important. So you need one to know the other. Then at that point, win percentage becomes very meaningful. So obviously, the key is you just want to be above the break even percentage with your win percentage. If every single bet you make is minus 110, well, then your break even percentage is 52.38%. So anything above that's winning. And that's sort of the implied number and implied statistic when people talk about win percentage oh we're going 55 percent but what if you're betting all minus 150 then 55 percent isn't good so it's really about break-even percent what is your win percentage what's the correlation between or what's the difference between those two I should say and that's what matters so really 99 percent of people right now listening your break-even percentage is not 52.38 percent and that goes for, for everyone on Twitter, too. 99% of people on Twitter, their break even percentage is not 52.38%. And another way to say that is 99% of people listening right now, your average bet is not minus 110. There's nothing wrong with that, by the way. My, my average bet is not minus 110. There's nothing wrong with that. It's not a, it's not a good or a bad thing. Uh, it, same thing with everyone on Twitter, social media. Their average bet is not minus 110. It's likely much more expensive. Much closer to minus 120, minus 130, or even one, minus 150. So let's go through what those numbers are. Minus 110, 120, 130, 140, 150. So you can see what the difference is in, ter- in terms of percentage, because it's pretty jarring. The more you go up for that little price increase, the more you need to win over the long run. Now, let me uh, take you a quick, quick drink here. Quick drink of water. All right. Let's talk some numbers here. So minus 110, like we talked about, equals 52.38%. Minus 120 equals 54.45%. So look at that jump. 52.38 to 54.45, just from minus 110 to minus 120. Now you may say that's not a big deal. It's only, what, a little over 2%? Who cares? 2% is a huge deal. 2% is gigantic. I mean, look at the blackjack tables in Vegas. You know how much money Vegas makes? It's millions, tens of millions of dollars every year even every month at some places in Vegas off Blackjack. Blackjack's house edge is like 0.5% against you. So, yeah, 2% is a big deal from minus 110 to minus 120. Uh, Minus 130 equals 56.62%. Minus 140 equals 58.33%. And minus 150 is a flat and even 60%. So... Let's assume your average bet is minus 110. Let's give all these people on social media the benefit of the doubt and say every bet they make is minus 110. So when they say they're going 55% or whatever, let's assume that because that's sort of the assumption, okay? So assuming that every bet is minus 110, people want to advertise we're going 60%. We're going 65%. We're going 70%, you know, or sometimes even higher on Twitter. And that's not a good thing. Now, it's not... It's not bad because I think they're lying or things like that. That's obviously bad. But let's pretend they're telling the truth. Let's pretend they're actually going 60%, which is very, very difficult, near impossible. I mean, Billy Walters, I don't know if he ever hit that number. So let's assume it's true, though. Let's assume this Twitter individual is hitting 60%, betting minus 110 games, every one of them. The reason why that's still a bad thing is, well, let's get into it because it's kind of it's a complex idea. But the idea is volume. Okay. So it's all about volume. Now let's get back to the idea of a 60% bet equally minus 150, because that's important. So if a 60% 60 bet equals minus 150, what that means, what people should really be saying is that if they're routinely going 60% or they have gone 60%, what that means is they're routinely finding bets that are priced minus 110, but should be priced at minus 150. And the reason it's minus 150 is because that's what 60% equals. Over the long run, that's what you're going to go. That's what that means. So they're finding all these bets where over the long run, that's what it looks like mathematically, where they go, well, what's this bet? Minus 110. What should it be? Minus 150. That's what a 60% winner looks like. So that's what those numbers are going to look like over the long run. And so if the bet should be minus 150, a.k.a. 60%, And the bet is minus 110, a.k.a. 52.38%. That gives whoever the 60% better is a 7.62% edge. Okay, that's a huge, huge edge. So let's say you find these gigantic edges over and over and over. And at the end of the year, you've gone 60%, which is quite an achievement. That's very impressive, okay? But here's the problem with that there were, compared to all the 60% bets you found and won, there were thousands, at least thousands, of winning bets that you overlooked. See, instead of stopping at minus 150, what about all those games that should have been priced minus 140? Because when you go 60%, what that means is you're leaving it on the table. Because theoretically, 60% over the long run means all those games should be minus 150, right? There's... And this is there's a lot of math that backs this up, right? So it's pretty much impossible just to go like minus one ten and just win every game, you know, without having a crystal ball. You know, no one does this. The the best in the world, the the hedge funds who do this, the syndicates are going fifty seven percent maybe on a good year. So if you should be betting games, or if the prices should be minus one fifty for all your games, which that's what it means when you end the year sixty percent, what about all those games that should have been priced minus one forty? and are priced minus 110. Or all those games that should be minus 130 or minus 120 that are priced minus 110. If you're a truly skilled better and handicapper, you should be able to identify all of those bets with smaller edges. Now let's get back to volume. Technically, you will lose a higher percentage. Your win percent will come down with these additional bets. But you'll win a hell of a lot more money over the long run. Okay. Now it's assumed from some of the smartest math people I talk to that there are about 155% bets on the board for every one 60% bet. And the reason is just market efficiency. They're not going to be that wrong that often. And there's also about 750, 53% bets for every one 60% bet. So there's just so many more opportunities with, with the extension of volume. You're adding the edge every time still, right? If the bet should be minus 120 and we're paying minus 110, that's a very, very narrow edge, but it's still a winning bet over the long run. So you're going to lose way more games, but you're also going to win a ton more games and win a ton more money. So by only going 60%, depending on how much you bet per game, you're potentially leaving thousands, if not tens of thousands on the table. So ask yourself this, what's more important to you? your ego and you know your followers on twitter thinking you can pick 60% or what it means in terms of maximizing the amount of money you can actually make over the long run so this is why it matters win percentage and break even percentage assuming everyone's telling the truth and they're about 52.38% break even and they're going 60% i don't see someone who we should all follow and praise and so i see someone who go uh, i go whoa, you're leaving so much on the table. If you're really that good, why aren't you identifying all these 55%ers and making 10 times the amount of money? If I had someone personally, for me, like a hedge fund type thing, making bets, and they gave me a report at the end of the year that says 60%, knowing this, I would go back and say, this is not what we expected. This is not good. right?" So you're, the amount of money you leave on the table claiming to know, you know how to manipulate these markets... This is a clear sign you don't know this. The closer you can get to 55%, in my opinion, and the higher the volume, the better for your bottom line. All right, that does it for today's show. Appreciate everyone listening. Good luck whatever you have going on today or tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow bright and early right here on Sports Budding Daily.